My obsession is blowing up all politicians' best laid plans, regardless of party or ideological Yo, he's allegiance. He's a damn joker, but for journalism. Hmm. That's crazy. Nick the information first, interpret it in my own way, and blitz it on the FC's front page. My reward? The knowledge that when the, when the Financial Chronicle first edition drops, the scoop will prompt night editors to ring up my rivals, pissed or asleep, and bollock them for missing so the story. Did, Ro did, Robert, did Roberto <laughs> Pesto ever do this in 1997? Like, did uh, he do this at the FT? Ever. Uh, well, mm, somewhat. Uh, so he was involved in, in, well, in reporting on like sadder. the financial crisis. That's even sadder because now it's not even just, oh, I wish I could do that. It's, oh, I wish I could do that again. And, um, oh my mm. god, dude, that's grim. Yeah. Well, he's, he like definitely has done actual journalism. Like he got the scoop on um, Northern Rock seeking emergency financial help from the Bank of England in 2007. That's when, that's when I remember Roberto Pesto becoming prominent mm, yeah. around 2008 yeah. and the yeah. coverage mm. of the financial crisis i think he was the he was the economics editor at, B, at the bbc or he, he was certainly an economics correspondent yeah. around that time and that is when i really remember the the pest mm. yeah uh, <laughs> making, right. making pest. his presence felt and he was a, he was at the time he was a very impressive journalist because he actually yeah. understood some of the stuff about economics little did we know he would do glamorous Sunday Times photo shoots and become a retweeting service for the government. Oh god, the photo shoot! I forgot about that. Yeah, I can't oh, believe boy. it's taken this long before someone's brought that up. <laughs> mm. Well, that's the other thing. The the character, uh, Gil Gil Peck, the news bastard. There's three things he loves. He loves uh, dressing in fine clothes. So he always is. He's he, there are mm. as many mentions of brands in here as an American psycho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he loves. <laughs> He loves getting drunk and doing cocaine. He's constantly talking about how much he loves cocaine. Wait, do I have to respect Robert Peston more well, now because no, he I, does loads of cocaine? Well, I get, I, Robert, Robert Peston says definitely this is... He doesn't say this is autobiographical, um, mm. uh, but that this is supposed to be a kind of cool, badass mm. character. And thirdly, If I was cool, I would do cocaine. But I'm not, so yeah. I don't. He mm. loves sex. Oh, cool. yeah, he loves yeah. women <laughs> pretending to be cross with him, which whom's among us? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but also, when the news bastard becomes jaded towards the end of the book, he reveals, of course, what Peston actually does now. He says, I feel like an actor playing the part of a political editor and assume that everyone can see that the, for me, the job is a pointless game, a memorized ritual, which starts when I leave the flat at seven for the daily briefings. A little moment of clarity for him here, perhaps. Wow. Peston's, um, work, Peston's working through some shit in this book. Mm. I've come around on it. I like it now. <laughs> mm. So there are also uh, some funny descriptions. So, for example, one is uh, the English winter is blowing itself out with a cathartic storm that is sweeping the pavements clean. Commuters struggle with umbrellas and black cabs headlights are the mournful eyes of the hounds of Anderson's tinderbox. Oh, wow. Thank you, GCSE English language for that one. <laughs> I'm vibing with it. Peston mm. smoked up blazing, blazing while he writes that. <laughs> we have... We have the feel of it, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you the logline. Mm -hmm. The news bastard's sister, Claire, is a top-level ser civil servant in the Treasury, working for the unscrupulous and sexually licentious, sexually licentious Keith Ken Clark Kendall. One mm -hmm. of the key plot points, of course, is that Claire was pregnant, and the assumption is that it's Ken Clark. Uh, we'll see where that goes. What, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Ma'am, I'm afraid your baby is Ken Clark. 
<laughs> yeah. so, Your baby yeah. is very drunk. <laughs> but if my baby's Ken Clark, then who's that? <laughs> <laughs> this um, baby is shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the mother's getting fetal alcohol syndrome from the baby. <laughs> she, she, uh, she has a blistering row with him which is out of character for her, and then she's knocked off her bicycle by a pil- Polish builder and killed. Yeah, not, uh, but it turns out to be Keir Starmer. Coming over here. Mm. Everyone suspects it's an accident, but it's actually a scandal that threatens to rock the uh, John Major Ra- um, uh, Ramsey government on life support, waiting to be ousted by Johnny Tony Blair Todd and Gordon... Johnny Todd? <laughs> yeah. And, no, and, that's a porn name. And Gordon, I forget the fictional name, Brown. Uh, yeah, the yeah about, well, Gordon the thing Gray. About, yeah, that the is thing great. about Gordon that is Gray great. is that he's Welsh instead of Scottish. That's the main oh. thing about him. <laughs> I know I'm Gordon Gray. Yeah, Robert Pesty, what he's done is he's I'm just... I'm a stand-in he's, from he's, the valleys. He's pulled a slot machine lever and he's randomized a number of characteristics. Yeah, he's randomized the sliders, yeah. yeah. Uh, but everything is basically the same. Especially... Got, uh, uh, one uh, leg. Especially... <laughs> especially after South African right-wing press magnate Jimmy Rupert Murdoch Breitner decides it's to switch sides. Weird how they all have nicknames for the guy that Rupert they are. Mm. <laughs> I, lo- I do not like the program succession. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's very offensive about my family. I'll tell you what, I love hacking phones. <laughs> I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Well, they do address no phone hacking My here, son yeah. likes rap music, that's fair enough. The rest of it is pretty unfair. <laughs> I'm married to a very sexy Chinese-American woman, but I think I might divorce her for Mick Jagger's ex-wife. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Faced with this cast of colorful characters, uh, the news bastard is going to need to use every trick in his newspaper bag of tricks Mm. to solve his sister's murder. Mm. So our cast of characters, the news bag, (laughs) we have a few a few small ones, such as uh, Cameron Fisher, Johnny Todd's master spin doctor, who had a bit of trouble (laughs) with drinking. Yes. Yes. uh, Alistair McFisher. Uh, also, he's written as a complete asshole who's just constantly fucked up. And also, unrelatedly, <laughs> Alistair Campbell was famously a dick to Peston in the 90s. <laughs> awesome. So you, there's a little bit of axe grinding, just a bit. The thing Kindness. about when people go after Alistair Campbell is they never really go after him for like the legit stuff, which is that Alistair Campbell is a psycho. And they try and go after him for like, oh, he's a big dum-dum. And it's like, well, he's, he was the smartest guy out of all of them. <laughs> like, clearly. Yeah, like, yeah. We also have Marilyn Kroll, uh, Johnny Todd's policy advisor, and of course, the news bastard's love interest. Marilyn Kroll. Um, so, Marilyn mm. Kroll, uh, no relation to Nick. Uh, here is, here mm. is the, the chapter that features her. An hour and a quarter later, the news bastard, by the way, has left his sister's funeral, not mm. gone to her like reception or wake or whatever, and has instead gone to go have sex, news bastard mm, style. Go and fuck. <laughs> An hour and a quarter later, I'm on my back, and Marilyn Kroll is naked beside me smoking. The room is a tip. <laughs> I'm on my back like she's knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> the room is my a tip. My nose is bleeding. Underwear and clothes everywhere, an ashtray and a broken chair. Worse than a student a room. Broken, you fucking <laughs> <hit him with laughs> a chair. <laughs> Marilyn Kroll with the stool chair. <laughs> Marilyn, oh, you hate to see that. Yeah, an hour and a half later, I've been suplexed through a trestle table. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah Marilyn right. sits up. She has a boyish face and hair that's long in front trans, and short at the trans, back. But trans, her girlish trans representation disguises the political instincts of a veteran. She has few inhibitions, or at least with me. She lies down again, arches her back, and wriggles into her silk culotte knickers. Ugh. 
<laughs> she's wearing like pantaloons. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I love had... to say a very normal and like not horrible to think about sentence like wriggles into her knickers. <laughs> Uh, I also like yes. silk culotte. Is he dating a Victorian pro wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be earlier. I think we might be talking like a kind of like Georgian period fop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's dating. She's thirty one years. She's yeah. thirty one years old and has one objective: to get Johnny Todd in number ten. <laughs> she's thirty one. I'm forty three. Cash back. <laughs> a couple years ago, he plucked her as a policy advisor from a lefty think tank where she acquired a reputation for understanding the UK's Byzantine welfare system better than paunchy men twice her age. She quickly established herself as one of his most important aides, part policy advisor, part gatekeeper. I'm sorry for this next sentence. She's competitive, tough, funny, cynical, and I've never been with anyone who shouts louder at orgasm. I feel like I, f I feel like for a lot of these guys writing a novel is the only way where they can sort of like express horniness mm. I don't feel like they do it in any other circumstance including and especially mm. when they actually like have sex I feel like writing novels is yeah. the only way where they can do this and that's why it appears to be like not only overly horny but just very very weird in its mm. delivery as well Mm. He moaned at least this loud. <laughs> so, oh! Marilyn's, Marilyn's processing power is awesome when it comes to calculating the implicit withdrawal rates in the social security system. This was written in a thriller. I'm, all, I'm awesome. always saying this. <laughs> Thank you.